We are Amy and Jen, sisters, health coaches, and creators of MB Wellness Coaching, and this is The Whole Package. In this podcast, we cover it all so you can learn to live happy, be confident, and keep growing. We cover topics from food and nutrition, exercise, mental health, habits, relationships, self-love, finances, kindness, humanity, and how improving your whole package can make you a better human. Welcome back to the whole package. Today we are on to part two of our mastering meal prep for the family. Part one, we covered meal planning and grocery shopping. And today we are going to cover quick cooking meals. Awesome. So I always like to start with, um, again, the kiss approach. So I like to use the keep it super simple instead of the, you know, stupid that other kiss uh, people use. So keeping it super simple um, with a balanced plate approach. So when we say balanced plate, we mean that we're hitting all our macronutrient food groups and that we're also getting our micronutrients. So macros are sometimes thought of as fad diets. Um, but it really is just the way you eat. Um, no matter what type of diet style you might follow, you're getting macronutrients. You just may be getting them in different um, quantities. So in general, making sure that you have a carbohydrate serving, protein serving, and a fat serving. So those are your macro groups. The micronutrient groups are going to be your vitamins and minerals that you're getting in different types of foods. So one way to hit those micros is to eat the rainbow. So if you're consistently eating lots of variety, then you'll likely be getting most of your micronutrients. Um, certainly if you're having physical or mental health symptoms, that's one area to look at as far as adjusting what micronutrients you might be needing more of. So if those are things you have questions about, you know, hit us up on our social media channels or become a member in our Facebook community group and uh, we can help you out with that, those sort of things. But in generalities, just kind of hitting the rainbow of your fruits and veggies will help you hit those micronutrients. Um, when we're thinking about KISS in relation to cooking meals, we can think about cooking things like potatoes or rice for your, for your carbohydrates. And then vegetables are all included in, those, in that carbohydrate uh, macronutrient category. Your proteins can be animal or plant-based. And then fats come in lots of different varieties. So whether you're eating a higher fat um, meat or adding, you know, your good fats like nuts and avocados and oils and cheeses, uh, those are things that will help kind of round out the meal for you. Um, when I kind of meal prep and, and think about my balanced plate, my, my fats tend to be my <clears throat> um, addition that will jazz up my meal a little bit. So whether that's avocado or feta, um, blue cheese, uh, Greek yogurt, sometimes I'll put on as a topping. Those are all different things that you can kind of make the meal a little bit different so that you're not getting bored with meals. Good, good. Excellent point. Uh, yeah, something to jazz it up is always helpful because sometimes it just changes the whole flavor profile by just mixing in even if you were just mixing up feta and blue cheese because blue cheese is disgusting and feta is delicious <laughs> they're both no, amazing that's not it. they're both amazing <laughs> for those who love them but blue cheese is is um i don't know like it it's strange to me to eat blue cheese but i will have to try it because i never used to like feta either 
So I guess I should give it another chance mm-hmm. because it takes like 45 times to really enjoy something <laughs> or something crazy like that. So I should never count it out. I will have to try it. There we go. That's a much better response. Yes. Um, but those, yeah, those things like that are just going to amp it up. So yeah, you're not like, oh, chicken and rice again. <laughs> it's like chicken rice and a ranch dressing or a vinaigrette dressing or something like that to make it a little more punchy. Uh, but working that balanced plate approach, uh, batch cooking your food so that you're, you're, you're having the pieces to fit the puzzle. Um, so you're going to batch cook up your vegetables. You're going to batch cook up your carbohydrates and cook those ahead of time. It's good to utilize like your crock pots and the Instapots and uh, use those. So one, to give you more space, because if you're cooking in your oven, obviously you have limited space in there. So if you're utilizing your crock pot and your Instapot, you're going to have um, more space to cook with. Those can tend to make your meats a little more palatable sometimes. So they're fall off the bone and not as tough depending on your cuts of meat. So if you're trying to save some money, you're going to get um, maybe more affordable cut of meat that can tend to be a little tougher. So utilizing those two will help with that. Um, and then another good piece is your freezer meals. So prepping up a bunch of freezer meals. I know they have recipes everywhere where you kind of just toss it all in a Ziploc baggie, toss it in the freezer. And then when you're ready, pop it in the crock pot for the day. Mm-hmm. And those are just you can spend like an hour and whip up 10 or so crock pot meals to store in your freezer for whatever occasion you have going on. If you're um, having a baby or you're planning, you know, an operation or something where you're going to kind of be off, have to be off your feet, having those meals prepped and prepared is a really good idea. Um, And then the other thing I like is sometimes frozen dinners. The idea of a frozen dinner is like super convenient so you just pop it, but you can also utilize storage containers and make your own freezer meal and store it in the fridge. So then you can take those to work with you and still be eating super nutrient dense foods with a heck of a lot less sodium. So definitely more healthy. Pretty much anything you find in the freezer aisle that's frozen, you can cook at home and freeze in a Tupperware dish. So don't be afraid of freezing your food and eating it later. Exactly. I know we've had a few clients recently that have struggled a little bit with, they have this idea of meal planning and it just doesn't pan out because, you know, they're working eight or 10 hours from home and also trying to do their kids schooling and, you know, 10 other things come up that were unexpected. So I liked the the freezer meals we, we talk about with them, you know, sometimes the crock pot ones are the easiest. So it's in that Ziploc bag, you dump it in in the morning. Um, and then every dinner's ready. No one has to do anything else, you know, that day when they're when it's time to eat, or making a double batch so you have those lunch meals already set up for you. So that is a huge time saver for people. Um, I personally probably spend about an hour or an hour and fifteen minutes to do my meal prep each week, and that will last me. And it's meal prep for pretty much just myself for five days. Um, some people spend more time than that for the week but it is possible to spend less time. So some weeks when I either just don't feel like it, so we talk a lot about motivation, which is great, but you're not gonna feel it every day. So you can't just rely on motivation to do all the things you want to do. Creating habits is helpful. So just the fact that I meal prep every week and I know that if I have food prepped 
when I have to work for 12 hours and know that I'm going to feel better about it. But sometimes I don't feel like cooking. So I do a super simple approach. Um, it may cost a little bit more than my typical prep, but it's still way cheaper than ordering out at work mm -hmm. for two meals um, or having to order dinner when I get home. It's way cheaper than that. So things like your um, pre-cooked rice bags. So there's usually um, three servings for, for me personally. I usually can get three servings of rice out of those pre-cooked bags that are, you know, less than $2. Um, uh, in the produce section at a lot of stores, you can get a bag of sweet potatoes that they'll just, they go in the microwave for eight minutes. So then I have two carb options there. Um, and then I personally like the fresh produce steamer bags, but you can get frozen vegetables as well. The, the fresh produce steamer bags are a little more expensive. Um, but again, in five minutes, you have three or four servings of fresh steamed broccoli. So like, um, that again is super simple, maybe a little more expensive, like $2.50 for a bag um, versus, I don't know, maybe $1.50 in the, the frozen section, depending on your store. Um, and then things like canned beans or lentils, so getting some extra protein there um, pretty inexpensively. And then if you don't want to do any cooking of meats, then getting your pre-cooked chicken tenders. Um, those are things that you can get um, that are not breaded. Um, you certainly could do either style, but um, so those options, like it really doesn't have to be that difficult. I mean, it's just a matter of you only have one microwave. So, you know, between the eight minutes of the potatoes, a couple minutes on the rice, and then um, maybe two different vegetables at five minutes each. What are we at, like 20 minutes? Yeah. And then everything's um, cooked and you just have to put it into containers. So within 30 minutes, you could have five days worth of meals prepped for you. Um, and you're hitting macros, you're hitting your micronutrients and you're, you're saving time throughout the week. You're saving money ultimately, even if you are spending a little bit more than usual because you're not gonna have to eat out by not doing any meal prep. Um, and you're not gonna be stressed at the end of the day when I have nothing ready. I get home at nine o'clock and I'm starving. What am I going to eat now? So then you tend to reach for something that's quick and convenient and not necessarily going to be a, a nice balanced plate. So that's my little trick for time saving or if, like I said, I just don't feel like cooking, spend a little bit more um, and have it done in 30 minutes. Super. I've never done that. Now I want to do that. <laughs> I did it once at your house. I remember. I remember. Yeah. I was working, I think, in Bucksport, so I would come home yeah. on the weekends and see you guys. But Brian was putting in the kitchen window, I think. Oh, he was doing something. I bet and it was taking like an all-day Sunday, so we only had microwave access. So, so I only got this much time. I had like a half a part of the table had my Tupperware containers out. Yeah. Was microwaving each thing. <laughs> Done. Done, and it worked. And then you took Haley's tiny fork, and all oh. hell broke loose. <laughs> all hell broke loose. But yeah, that prep, it just, I mean, and even if it's just a one meal, like for a family, like you're buying those same items for one meal, it's cheaper than takeout, healthier than most takeout. It's going to go a lot far, farther than most takeout. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just a super easy way to have a meal one night where you didn't put so much effort into it. Yeah. You had to buy like two bags of the cooked rice, the pre-cooked rice, um, a bag of broccoli and the chicken. And you literally have a meal for the family in 15 minutes. <laughs> you could add a, you know, you could add avocado, you could add feta, you could add a dressing, a sauce, 
Right. Spice it up however you want. It doesn't want. have to be hard. I feel like this is what keeps people from making this change as they think mm -hmm. that to be perfect, air quoting mm -hmm. here, there is no such thing as perfect. Um, and there's no need to be perfect. No. It's making progress and just keeping it really simple um, for your most of the time meals. Right. You don't have to slave in the kitchen with your perfect June Cleaver dress with your perfect apron and your high heel shoes and make a five course meal for your family. You really just provide them with healthy, nutritious food on a regular basis. That's all you have to do. There's nothing that says it has to be on perfect dishes or china or perfect flatware. Just heat it up, feed them. And sometimes yeah. you eat them cereal for dinner. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> They can't cook for themselves. Right. I always feel bad. Like if I'm not cooking, I'm not providing enough for my family and I'm not being a good mom. And it's taken me a lot to be like, one, they're old enough to, to provide for themselves. Like they know how to cook, but just to be like, okay, we're not eating at the kitchen table. We're not doing the perfect family thing. And you know, some nights we eat while we watch TV show and sometimes we eat at the kitchen table and and either situation is fine. Like you got to do what works for your family and not let any ideas of what you think a perfect family should be. Uh, Cause it's just not, it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. There's families that all eat different ways or eat different foods. I mean, like for you and Nick, for example, like you don't always eat dinner together. He makes his own dinner. You make your own dinner. If we were to throw a couple of kids into that mix, like who knows, like you might just make them your dinner or Nick might make them his dinner, or they might have their own separate dinner, something along those lines. Like there's no wrong way as long as you're getting fed. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. I heard um, on Netflix, the show Atypical about a child with um, autism or on the autism spectrum. And the, I've seen the series already. It's a three-part series. Um, but the, a preview came up when I was just scrolling through trying to find something to watch. And one of the statements that the main character, Sam, makes is that people say practice makes perfect, but it doesn't. Like That's not really how it works. And actually, practice makes progress. Um, so that stuck out with me this week as far as this is what we're working to. We're not working towards perfection or a perfect plan. You know, that no plan is perfect. It's really about finding something that works for you and your family and your goals. So really just practice makes progress. That is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That statement is perfect, but nothing is perfect. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we always set our, you set yourself up for failure if you're trying to achieve this perfect level of anything in any aspect. But even with cooking, if you're pulling this recipe and you're like, this is going to be the perfect dinner and my family's going to love it. And then you make it and 17 things go wrong and it's not perfect. So then you just feel bad because you didn't reach that level of perfection you were aiming for, which is unattainable to begin with. So it's okay to relax and let go. Um, sometimes I give my family dinner and <laughs> I honestly am like, I didn't taste this yet. I have no idea how it turned out. Eat it. Don't eat it. I don't care. Nine times out of 10, the family is always like, this is good. It's great. Like, and I worried about it being perfect for nothing. So I just remind myself, you're not aiming for per perfection in cooking. It just needs to taste good enough to eat. And sometimes it doesn't taste great, but you can still eat it. It's not like it's disgusting. That's true too. It's not like it's disgusting. It's good enough. Mm -hmm. It's food. And if it really does taste that bad, 
add some ranch, add some ketchup, add some feta. That's right. Add one of those magical everything tastes good foods. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. Whew. We always have a good time chatting. So be sure to watch out for part three of this awesome series, Mastering Meal Prep for the Family. That one is coming out on February 28th. Find us on Facebook, MB Wellness Coaching Group, and um, we will have the link in the show notes for that. And we look forward to seeing you guys there. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you next time, guys. Bye, everybody.